This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You're listening to Goodfellas Minute 109. <laughs> I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say you can. Hey, welcome to another episode of Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the Martin Scorsese picture one frozen minute at a time. I'm Ron Richards, and with me is Connor Kilpatrick. Hello. And Josh Flanagan. How you doing? Doing all right. Uh, this minute starts with more garbage uh, getting dumped <laughs> with a little bit of a French angle. 
And uh, it ends with a frozen carbone, sadly. <laughs> it's exactly what I wrote when I took my note. Frozen carbone. Well, okay, so frozen go back carbon. to the top of the minute. We see more garbage be- being spilled uh, and, and some hapless garbage men until one that looks oddly like uh, Campbell Scott with glasses. Uh, <laughs> S- stops. Uh, he st- they stop the garbage because he sees the bodies, and then we see the dead body, not only of Joe Buddha but of Frenchie. Oh, oh. he only wanted to be part of the crew. He was yeah. the commandant. So, uh, also killed because of their connection to Lufthansa, cutting their ties. As Jimmy, as Jimmy cuts his ties to the robbery. In real life, uh, Joe Buddha, Joe Buddha Man- Manry. Um, who was well known and good friends with uh, French Robert Frenchy McMahon? They were always together, and they they did the they did the heist together. Uh, they were both found dead in a parked car, shot, shot ex- in the back of the head. Shot in the back of the head. And uh, so yesterday we heard we we heard about uh, Johnny Roast Beef and his wife found dead in a car. Uh, they were not found dead in a car. In reality, Joe Buddha and Frenchy were found dead in the car. So five months after the heist. So now we're into March. Uh, no, May 1979 is when they uh, were found dead. So, huh. Let's go over the events of the minute, and then we'll dive into what really happened to everybody. Okay. Or, and why, or why it really happened to everybody. Yeah, yeah exactly. I like, the, I like the slow spin zoom on Frenchie's jacket, by the way. This whole sequence is all about slow camera zooming or panning or, yep. or pushing in. As the music plays on yeah, the body, yeah. we get the we get the close up on Frenchie, but then we we get the 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 slow zoom from a crane shot. Yes. How, how did they do that? Yeah. So they, they, the crane the crane moves in. Yeah. Uh, we, the we, meatpacking district, right? We're, That's we're in the meatpacking district. Yeah, actually, this was fil- this scene. So the next scene where they find a truck and they open the truck and we find frozen carbone inside was filmed uh, on Washington Street at Little West Twelfth Street in the meatpacking district, and it is now uh, trendy restaurants. Probably a fucking Louis Vuitton store. No, it's trendy restaurants, Connor. Get it right. Guarantee there's a Chase Bank around there somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But a great, great shot of the slow zoom in. When the cops open the doors to the truck. Right on the flourish, the music flourish. Yeah. So are you guys more upset that Frenchie's dead or Carbone's dead? Carbone. 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 It's like, I really got to know Carbone, I felt like. Right. <laughs> I mean, what I, my note here is: What did Carbone do wrong? He well, wasn't going to give anybody. Well, up. we'll find out in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> this Carbone movie, Carbone <laughs> movie, Carbone didn't do anything wrong. I think it's unfair for one thing to make him participate in all of the the you know, you, you got to kill Maury, you're going to help chop him up, yep. drive him around. Back. He's doing everything without questioning. Yeah. He's not. He's not given guff. He he wa- He wanted coffee. Yep. And a Danish. He wanted. He wanted Danish. He wanted coffee. He didn't get any of that stuff. Did he? Did he complain? No. He took. We don't know it. honestly if he was complaining or not. He yeah. didn't complain about that. He just had. A, he told jokes. He was a good guy. Uh, he kept animals. I don't know what's more. Tra- well, Angelo Seppi kept animals. Frank. We never know. Frank Carbone kept animals. Um, I'm. I'm conflating. Uh, I don't know what's more tragic: the fact that he dies, or the fact that he's died and hung in a meat in a meat truck and frozen solid. It's very undignified. There's like there's frozen liquid coming out of his nose. Like he's probably crying. Like that's 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 hair oil. His his ear (laughs) his ears are pink or purple. Uh, No, no, but I don't know. I don't know what's worse than that, or uh, what's worse than the jacket he's wearing that he dies in. 
Because this I jacket is not coming. a carbone jacket. It, it was like, that's not how carbone dresses. That's casual carbone. It's casual carbone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he didn't know they were coming. Yeah. Yep. He he was at home. He had heated up his TV dinner. That's right. He had his, he had his slippers on and his casual jacket. <laughs> he just settled down. And he's probably going to watch Carson. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> that's, that's how classy he is. He wears a jacket for the casual late night dinner uh-huh. at home. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. And they uh and they were like, Yeah, you come for a ride with us. Yep. And he and he went. He didn't he didn't say, Oh, come on, I just I got my food here. He went, All oh, right. uh, And he went. And he died. He didn't even see it was coming. It was, okay. your, it was your best friend that did it. Uh, in the movie Tommy did it. Well, yeah. But they were they were friends. I don't so know. So what really happened to Seppi, Ron? Okay, well, so uh what actually happened to Angelo Seppi is that he was not murdered in relation to Lufthansa at all. Um, he was, uh, he lived until July, 1984, uh, when he was, uh, him and his girlfriend were murdered by, uh, other members of, of, Luc- of Lucchese, uh, hit squad, uh, that, uh, because apparently he had just robbed them of thousands of dollars in cocaine and cash that was earmarked for the Lucchese family. So Angelo Seppi robbed and got murdered, what, five, six years later. So he, but Jimmy Burke let him live. Yep. So, which but, means that Jimmy Conway should have let Carbone live because he didn't deserve it. Okay. Well, <laughs> we're getting. Right, ahead. So let's let's talk about what. So in the movie, in the voiceover here, Henry says that Jimmy was getting greedy and he wasn't going to let anybody else have that money. Yeah. And that's the. So the implication is that rather than pay the crew, he's just going to kill them all. Yep. And that is not what at all what happened in the, in the real life. Not at all. So in real life, the inside man at the airport, name of Lou Warner. Yep. He was arrested in connection to the robbery. They figured out he was the guy pretty quickly. Well, yeah, the, the FBI the FBI said, listen, there's no way they could have done this without inside knowledge. And so they started sniffing around Lufthansa, and apparently many people that worked at Lufthansa immediately gave so up Lou. Lou Warner. They're like, it was him! It was <laughs> 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 and also, Lou Warner had a reputation. Werner, Werner, Werner. Werner, I'm saying. Lou, Lou Werner. Lou Werner. Werner. Lou Werner had a big mouth and was was bragging about paying off debts. And, everybody. Yeah, he went to Miami for Christmas that year, and yeah, bought so, drinks for the bar. Like he was yeah. not a good inside man choice. Yep, but yep. Uh, so they rushed the guy inside. So now, if you're Jimmy, you go, "Oh shit!" Um, so he started whacking everybody just to kill anyone who could possibly turn. Well, yeah, and, th- and that was really what happened. And so so Werner Werner was immediately arrested, tried, and convicted, and. They the hope was the 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 feds and the district attorney's hope was that they could use the conviction as leverage with Werner to get him to give up the mob guys, you know. To well, he wasn't he wasn't sentenced yet. He was right. convicted. He was yeah. looking at twenty five years, but in, they were hoping that before sentencing they could turn him. Yep. In, for a lighter sentence. Exactly. But turns out the only person in Jimmy's crew that Werner ever actually talked to was Joe Buda Manri. And the, the the day after he got convicted, Warner got convicted, is when Joe Buda Monterey was found dead. And so right. immediately the, the Fed's whole hope that they had leverage on Werner went up in air because there, there was no one he could rat on So because the guy was dead. Jimmy was very good at making sure people did not survive if they were implicated. I, I want to go, go back, though, because someone did get frozen 
even though Angelo Seppi di- did not die in relation to the... To the uh, well, before you get into that, Angelo Seppi was... Since we, we've talked about the fact that the FBI knew who did this, and they, they were on all these guys. Um, they had Seppi's car bugged. Yep. So they... they that's the, the irony is, the guy who you can't understand a word he says, they have his car bugged. But <laughs> you know that about Seppi? No, I'm saying if you, you make the two characters one, no. um, they just couldn't get... He, he talked about... Very incriminating things in the car, but the the connection with the bug wasn't strong. They would lose a lot of what he was saying. So the, what they had, they weren't because he was incomprehensible. Well, and also it's 1979, and I can't right. the, the bug was probably the size of a pizza yeah. box, and, <laughs> and and the transcript read like uh, garbled, garbled, garbled boulevard, garbled, garbled, garbled boulevard, garbled. So there was a real fear that Jimmy had that. Well, you know, he's going to one of these guys is going to talk. So the fact that he killed them all makes business sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. So at this point, Tommy was already dead. Yep. So Tommy is so. dead. Um, he, he kills Stax is dead. Uh, Martin Krugman, Maury is dead. Um, and, uh, then, and then, well, no, not then, then Louis, Louis Kafora and his wife die in March. Right. And then Joe Buddha and Frenchie in May. Um, but actually, earlier than that, in January, is when uh, Richard Eaton uh, is killed. And he's the one who's found uh, hogtied and frozen in a meat, uh, a meat, a meat freezer truck. Uh, <laughs> and it was interesting that th- this actually, the, the, uh, the truck was actually not in the meatpacking district, but it was found somewhere in, in Queens. So. <laughs> well, that's the, one, the one thing that rings false from this film is that they, this is found in Manhattan. Yeah, right. Because almost nothing happens in Manhattan in this movie. Yeah, exactly. Across the bridge, come on. Yeah, um, and that's and that's on the meatpacking district on the west side, right? Yeah. yeah. So oh, come on. So Richard Eaton, uh, he died in January of 1979, very shortly after the heist, because he was actually um, he was a, a courier for G- for Jimmy, and uh, even though he wasn't involved in the actual heist. Uh, he in January he ran off with uh, a quarter of a million dollars of Jimmy's money uh, in a little in a fake cocaine scam, and uh, then Jimmy found out about that, and then found out that he uh, that Richard Eaton was skimming money from the heist. Um, and how and, stupid do you have to stupid. be? I know, very stupid. So so the frozen meat truck death of Richard Eaton was not because he was going to be an informant; it was because he got caught stealing money. So so well, what's worse, is it being on a hook or being hogtied? Oh, geez, Which happened know. first? Yeah. No, no. I'm saying is in the movie he's hogtied. In the book, in the real life he was ho- in the movie he was hung on a hook. I think hogtied. The film is, he was hogtied. I think hogtied is worse because that's just. Uh, that, I think that's worse. Yeah, I think that's worse. But what's interesting is that so now at this point, Tommy's real life Tommy is dead. He died sometime in December or January, right? And then Richard Eaton is murdered in in mid January. Uh, in February. A woman by the name of Teresa Ferrara is killed yes, by Jimmy, yes. and she uh, was Tommy DeSimone's sometime mistress, but she also worked with Richard Eaton and helped him uh, skim the money from the heist, so she knew about the heist, so Jimmy had you her can't killed. can't trust anyone. Exactly. Jimmy had her killed. So, uh, yeah. So, Josh, I have some dialogue for you from the Angelo Seppi bug. Oh. Please say Qu- Quote, <laughs> a brown case and a bag from Lufthansa. And, uh, quote, I want to see, garble, 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 look where the money's at, garble, 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 dig a hole in the cellar, garble, 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 nice. rear lawn. So what the FBI did was they, on the basis of that 
of that wiretap, they went and they dug up his lawn and his cellar and found nothing, so they couldn't arrest him. Does it actually say garble? No, there's dot dot dot. I'm just oh, okay. I'm adding. I was, I, thought, I was like, I'm amazing. Although there is there is brackets inaudible for some of it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's actually what I was trying to think of when I said garbled. So I think at the end of all this, Henry says, or in the middle of all this, Henry in his voiceover, he says, talking about how they're all killed and he just goes, anyway, what did I care? (laughs) (laughs) These, (laughs) well, they were your friends for decades. Well, anyway, what did I care? He doesn't want to die. You know, he's got his own problems. Yeah. Thanks for not portraying me as a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would I would like to also add that the uh, Richard Eaton, who was found frozen, his body was found uh, frozen in the truck, uh, not by the police, but actually by children. So again, you've got that layering. In the movie, we see kids finding Johnny Rose Beef. In oh, real man. life, kids found the, the frozen truck. So it, it, How'd they so, get in the truck? I don't know. They, they it's a truck. Let's break in. Yeah, they used to play <laughs> in refrigerators. It was, you know, so. Well, see if they've got any metal in there we can use to play sword fights with. <laughs> <laughs> Look for really Western ones. <laughs> hey. So, um, hey, there's a dead guy here. Yeah. Are there sticks under him? <laughs> so, so, so the la- the last heist-related murder we see is Carbone's frozen body. They kind of wrap it up, the, the whole murdering in these past two minutes. There was one more uh, murder, though, in real life. There's Paolo Lacastri, who was the who was the gunman from the Gambinos, who was sent along to look out for the Gambinos' interests. Um, and he was found dead uh, on a burning trash heap in June of 1979. Oh, jeez. <laughs> So bad, what's, way, bad ways to go here. So what's worse, hogtied in a frozen meat truck or on a burning trash heap? Um, uh, uh, burning. Yeah, exactly. I think burning wins. Oh, well. Oh, God. Which uh, happens faster? <laughs> well, with burning, you hope that the smoke takes you first. Yeah. So, um, Although this is, this is I, I want gun to the head. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So, so he got off, got off easy. Yeah. So there's there's one more murder that's related to the heist that I wanted to bring up that's not that's not mentioned in the movie at all, um, and I could not find any information. But it's just so bizarre because there's I only saw it a on Wikipedia and I saw it on another site when I was researching Luthan's heist that apparently a man by the name of Mark Santangeli uh, was murdered in New Jersey by the mafia um, because he, he sued Jimmy. For his share of the Lufthansa profit. No. Yes. There's no way that happened. It's I don't know. I <laughs> like you I got know. bamboozled by the internet. There's no way that happened. <laughs> Apparently, someone he tried to sue, and I don't know who this guy is or how like what it was, but for some he, reason he got to wear a fucking sign. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't find. I did. I did a lot of research into it. And I don't know whether it's real or not, but it is. I mean, there, there, I found a book about the Latanza heist that talks about it, and it's. I, I don't know. I don't know. So, <laughs> now, ironically, this poor Lou Werner guy. I think he lived, didn't he? I they didn't kill him. They didn't. They have no reason to kill him with everybody else dead. Yeah, yeah. He just he lo- no longer became relevant at all. So. Uh, I, I I would like to know why Mark said why would Mark Santelli. Sue him. Why would he sue him? Oh, it's, There's no way that's real. That's an urban legend. Well, if anyone knows any any uh, information about that, uh, please write it. Or don't write No, actually, don't write it. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't write it down. Don't, yeah, absolutely don't write it down. <laughs> so the fun fact for this episode, and this was difficult to obtain. I'm not standing necessarily by this number. 
but blood freezes solid at minus two to minus three degrees Celsius. Ugh. I don't know how. So just below freezing. If people people are out in that all the time. I don't believe this number is exactly. I, I, there's a, there's an asterisk on this one. Right. They're in clothing, though. If you were naked, yeah, I guess. you're just talking about. You said blood, so if you blood. exsanguinated and then oh. put it out in that temperature, just below freezing, because it has a salt content. Yeah, I guess if your core body temperature gets down to minus two or minus three, then yeah, that's what it is. Freeze. Yeah, okay, okay, then I believe it. Yeah, that works. There you also, go. got to work in exsanguinate. Yeah, good job. Just and well, now say exsanguinate like your carbone. You wouldn't. <laughs> you wouldn't think that all of my uh, uh, vampire erotica uh, writing would come in handy, but it does. This show, but you never know. Um, so yeah, so I think this is the nice. I mean, so in real life, Jimmy didn't kill them for greed, but that's the nice side effect. Yeah. Although he paid out. I mean, most of it goes to his bosses. Thirty percent goes to yeah. He he didn't have thir- a lot left. Yeah. Thirty percent went to Polly, and thirty percent went to the Gaminos. Right. You know, I mean, it's, that's a good amount of money, but he didn't get. It's not like he kept all of it. He did okay. He kicked it up. <laughs> you do you, you do what you gotta. You got you gotta pay up. If you don't, you're gonna get you're gonna get whacked yourself. So kick it upstairs. Yeah, I don't. You know, I mean, the thing is, is that I mean, it's interesting because you you, you made the point earlier that the the movie makes it out like Jimmy want, wanted the money. The, the money was his and all that sort of stuff. And it, and it mentions it in the bo- in the book too in Wise Guy. He says that as well too. Is that is that you know, the way Jimmy saw it was that it was his money and and all you know, and that sort of thing. But um the reality was he was just covering his tracks and and avoiding getting caught. That's all it was. Right. You know. So. You just minimized the murders again. <laughs> Did <all> I? Yeah. <laughs> well, Anybody can see the logic here. I mean, really, he's just protecting Put himself. Put yourself in his shoes. Yeah, he's protecting himself. <laughs> oh man, I want to. I got more. nothing else this minute. I, I want to find more about this Mark Santangeli guy. I don't, <laughs> if this I is, can't, if I this cannot is, believe that's real. If this is fake Wikipedia, though, because, then <laughs> like, there's it, through all true crime and crime fiction, there's 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 a you know there's an idea that criminals are stupid, right? Like the the criminals who get caught are because again this is all Josh Flanagan of New Hampshire talking. <laughs> I don't I think all criminals my are stupid. Out. Okay, <laughs> I don't think all criminals are stupid. They're all fine. I said the ones who get caught. Oh, I see. Like yeah. the the reason that criminals get caught is because they're they're stupid. Right. You know, David Simon wrote about it. You know, in Homicide, like that's that's why that happens because you could do things like fool them into thinking that the 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 copier is a is a um, lie detector. You know, those are the ones who, who get the smart criminals don't get caught for stuff like that. Right. So I thought I thought that uh, it was um, uh, they, they they got caught because they fell asleep at the wheel. Stupid. Right. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Well, I got Sax was stupid. I got nothing else for this minute. Do you guys have anything else for this minute? No, no. All right, well, that's going to wrap us up then for Minute 109. Uh, tune in tomorrow for Minute 110 when we are going to open the books and uh, give a mob name to one of our supporting patrons. Um, if you are not a supporting patron yet, you can go to uh, goodfellowsminute.com slash support or go to patreon slash gfm where you can become a supporter. And at $5 or higher, you can get your mob name. Uh, and at $10 or higher, you get the awesome Goodfellows Minute swag, pins and buttons uh, that you can only get here from Goodfellas Minute. 
Uh, follow us on social media at Goodfellas Min on Twitter and on Facebook and Instagram at Goodfellas Minute. And as always, you can email us at contact at goodfellasminute.com if you have any details about Jimmy Burke getting sued for the profits of LaTanza. <laughs> please write in. Uh, <laughs> So until tomorrow, uh, I'm I feel I just Carbone. I'm really upset by this. <laughs> or will I go from a rags to return? My fate is up.